Hello and welcome to Growth Phases. My name is Kaylee and I'm so glad to have you here. On this podcast, we'll talk about spirituality, mental health, astrology, self-love, personal development, and so much more. I created this space to spread raw and meaningful information and stories for those who are dedicated to a life of growth and love. I want to help you unlock your best self and give you the tools and motivation for you to know you, heal you, and grow you. I hope that I'm able to bring synchronicities to aid you through the season that you're in and encourage you to continue on with your healing journey. Welcome. Welcome to episode three of Growth Phases. I am so glad to be back. This week, I'm going to be talking about what kind of world do you want to live in? How do our attitudes and our behaviors in this world create a frequency that's passed on to others? How we feel, respond, and react, and what we choose to absorb um, becomes our realities, realistically. It becomes our realities, and it becomes how other people perceive us, which then reinforces our realities, right? So first thing that I want to talk about is what we're consuming and how that influences the filter that we view the world through. So we all have filters that we view the world through. This is based off of Uh, like honestly a variety of things our life experiences our childhood our families our friends our race ethnicity religion there's a lot of different things that factor into our specific filter that we see the world through ideally it's important for us to evaluate what that filter is and start to dismantle some of those I don't know thoughts and things that we view the world through So from a consumption basis, what we consume is what influences that filter and what we view the world through. Um, We're consuming news. We're consuming social media. There's a path of choices that we have when we wake up that can lead to a more negative or darker filter or like a more light and positive filter, right? So whatever filter we choose, we're going to recognize more of those things, right? It's kind of like when you wake up and you're like, you know, I'm having such a bad day. And then what happens? Your bad day just continues. More bad things happen. And you're like, oh my gosh, today is just freaking horrible, right? It's just like the filter that you have perceived your day through is now influencing your day, if that makes sense. Um, Because you're recognizing more of those things that are going wrong and more of those things that are perceived as bad. And it's us that puts the meaning on them, right? It's not the thing is bad. It's us that perceives it to be bad or us that perceives it to be good, right? It's, It's our filter, right? So it's our mind state. If we are in a negative mind state, we're going to recognize more things wrong in life. But if we have a positive or grateful mind state, we're going to recognize more of those things that we have in our life to be positive and grateful about. You're going to recognize those things. You're going to see them pop up more in your life. You're going to notice the good because that's what you're looking for. And it's what you choose that determines what you'll see. So we can use the news as an example. 
um, in 2017, 95% of people said that they consume news on a daily basis. And over half of those people reported that they had heightened levels of anxiety, stress, worries, and sad moods that were related to the content and the information that they consumed. So this bad news, because news is typically when you're listening to news networks or watching the news or like even going on their social media pages, majority of the stuff that you see is negative. It's newsworthy things. It's wow factor. They're going to report on things that are high levels of wow factor, right? So things that are crazy. There's also evidence that news can create bias and can reinforce more divisive filters. So realistically, this like news in general is just meh, right? And so when people are consciously choosing to consume that information, they are going to feel that in their, you know, in their lives. You can see this in a lot of different ways. So for me, I choose only positive content to see on my pages. I choose things that make me feel good, things that uplift me, things that inspire me and motivate me. And that is what I choose for my social media space because I know that what I choose in that space is what is going to be reflected in my life. That's what I'm going to see more of as I go out into the world. And that's not just going to help me, but it's going to help everybody around me, my friends, my family, strangers in the grocery store. <laughs> like it's going to help everyone around me because I choose to focus on and to surround myself with the light and the positive, right? So really realistically, what our goal is, is we want to dismantle our negative or non-serving filters or adjust that filter to something that's more serving to us and the world around us. So I have done that, like I said, by switching up the landscape of my social media and um, doing things like setting up a vision board in my house so that I can look at the things that I want and aspire to be so that it is front and center of things that are inspiring and motivating and things that I want my life to be. It's our job to take a look at this filter and to see how it comes into play in our lives and how we can shift and change it because it's our job to do that. It's nobody else's job. It's not people's job to stop posting negative stuff on social media. It's not the news's job to stop, you know, posting negative content. It is our job to recognize what we're consuming and how it affects us and to make those changes in our lives to live a more fulfilling, more happy, more positive, more grateful life. So that's kind of like the first step of this is what we consume and how that influences the filter that we have on the world. Um, what we're looking for, searching out on a daily basis, is also unconsciously putting out that energy to others. So what we're looking for is also what we're consciously and unconsciously putting out to others. I kind of touched on this already, but the things that we choose to consume not only affect us, but affect our friends, our family, strangers in the grocery store, people that we're passing by on the road, you know, people we're walking past, you know, wherever, re really wherever. Anytime that we have a face-to-face -face conversation, what we are consuming is um, consciously or and unconsciously being put onto others. A perfect example or what I really want to talk about um, and what really kind of inspired me was when I was scrolling through social media. 
And um, social media is a amazing invention. Let's just start there. It's allowed us to connect with people all over the world that we wouldn't normally have the pleasure of meeting. We're able to connect and spread messages and network in ways that we haven't been able to like ever in like history, right? We're able to meet people from across the world. We're able to market products. We're able to spread messages. And this is something that we wouldn't have been able to do pre-social media, right? And people like myself and millions of others who've chosen like, you know, uh, e-commerce or like blogging or vlogging on YouTube are able to reach audiences that we would otherwise have a very hard time accessing. However, there are many downsides of social media and it has become a very volatile place with tons of keyboard warriors and people who aren't afraid to speak in ways they wouldn't speak if there wasn't a screen in front of them. Say things that they wouldn't otherwise say if they weren't protected by you know, their screens. There are a lot of dangerous rhetoric and things that are able to be spread on social media that once again can be really divisive and can remove us from the collective connectivity that we are designed to have. We're designed to be connected. We are all, you know, from any religious perspective in Christianity, we are the arms and legs of Christ, right? From a Buddhist perspective, we are each a part of that collective consciousness. There's so many different religions that speak this and preach this, that we are connected, right? I strongly believe we are connected. We are all here to work together and to love on each other. And social media can remove us from that connectedness by creating divisive rhetoric. But what we put on the internet is extremely important. The screen doesn't protect us. In some ways, it makes us more vulnerable because we are able to put more of these thoughts or our specific filters out there for other people to consume and to see. It's really important and it's our job to each make sure that we are putting out the right messages, that we are building people up as opposed to tearing each other down, that we are showing love and support and connectedness and positivity as opposed to showing, you know, self-righteousness or narcissism or a bunch of other things that we can show on social media. Making sure that we put out the right message, it reflects who we are. And it's very important to put out the right idea of who we are. We also need to recognize that other people have filters. We all have our own preconceived filters based on our life experiences. And being mindful of other people's filters is an extremely important thing to do. Um, it's important to spread light. It's important to be a light as opposed to being a dark cloud. You don't want to be a dark cloud. You don't want to do that. You want to build people up and not tear them apart and tear them down. It's very hard because when you're approaching with your filters and the things that you've learned and other people aren't quite on that same wavelength as you, it's hard to have those conversations in a productive manner, especially when you are doing it behind a screen and there isn't exchange of vibrations 
um, with each other um, like there is when you're speaking to somebody in person. So personally, the things that I've done on my social media page to um, protect myself, there are times where like I'll see someone on social media and I'll have to unfollow them or unfriend them because I know that that's what I need to do for my mental health because of some of the things that they may post. There are a lot of people who have a negative or standoffish personality when they're on the internet. Now, they're not like that in person, but over the internet, they feel like they need to put up this tough persona because they don't want people, I don't know, it could be because in their their real life, they feel like they get walked all over. So on social media, they put up this tough guy persona. I have been guilty of this. Um, I look at my old posts from when I was in high school and I cringe because I'm like, ooh. Kaylee, you did not mean half of the stuff that you said on social media, but you felt like you needed to post it for what? I also like have noticed like if there are people who are coaches, um, whether it be life coaches, I've seen it in the publicist field. I've seen it in a lot of different ways. Um, If you're working with clients, you shouldn't be posting reels that are bashing clients if you're trying to get clients because it just doesn't like that's not that's not how you do it. Like, why are you talking bad about your clients who pay you money when you want to have more clients? It's not the way that you should go about it. There are people who talk down um, talk down on others over social media who bash others um, for their beliefs. You know, just talking bad about others in general, like it's just ugh, like why? Why would you do that? It's not good. And when you're putting it on a platform on the internet, it's going to offend people. People just aren't fully thinking of the filters of other people and what they may have gone through or experienced in their life and how your words are now affecting them because you chose to put it on a public forum. Also, people who air out their arguments with their spouses or their family or their friends on social media. If I see people doing that, like quick to hit the unfriend, unfollow, because I can't consume that. That's not something that is building me up. That's not something that's making me feel good about my life. If anything, it's just tearing me down. And old Kaylee would be like, yes, this is entertaining. Where's my popcorn? Love this. And sometimes, I'm not going to lie, I still do feel like that. (laughs) But from a collective conscious perspective, that's not building us up. That's tearing us down. It's divisive and it's fighting against everything that we are supposed to be doing at this time period with each other. Um, We're not supposed to be going down this road of tearing each other up. And this is just some examples um, of things that I have recognized over the years of how social media can be a very toxic place. I think that it's so important for us to promote peace and unity and light in our virtual spaces. I don't I don't want to consume or absorb any negative energy. It may not be something that someone is intentionally trying to put out there, but based on filters, it is received that way. And even when you take away all filters, it's still sometimes received that way because it is the vibrational energy that you're putting into this world. 
And it's very important that we're putting out high vibrational energy, not low vibrational energy, because there's just enough out here that is trying to drain us of our positivity. That's not what I want to consume. That's not what I want to put out. And that's not the world that I want to live in as a whole. It's not. Ultimately, we shouldn't be pushing others away and we shouldn't be talking down on anyone. It's divisive and it's not serving us and it's not serving the world around us. Over the years, I've just realized that there is so much negativity on the internet and I don't want to add to it. I want to bring people peace and I want to bring people growth. I've learned that social media, um, when it becomes a place that I start to share my negative thoughts or become negative from other people's posts, it's time to remove myself or them from my space so that I don't ruin my own peace and my own mental health because I want to stay positive. I want to be a light, not a rain cloud. I want to be a light for people. That's why I'm very discerning about the things that I put on social media now. Now I'm going to take a break to mention my sponsor. Astro G Vibes was created to aid in the self-actualization journey. Self-actualization is understanding who you are, what drives you, what pushes you, what encourages you, and it's discovering your purpose in the grand scheme of life. Astro G Vibes sells spiritual intentional candles, a variety of crystals that help you work through blockages and heal to become your best self and give back to the world in your unique and specific way. Check out Astro G Vibes on Instagram at Astro G Vibes, A-S-T-R-O-G-V-I-B-E-S or astrogvibes.com. So we talked about social media. I think we also need to talk about what we put out in person. When you show up in person, do you always show up as your best self? Or do you have a permanent rain cloud over you? Do you complain about a lot? Or do you bring a smile wherever you go? Do you stay positive and remember to speak on gratitude? Or do you complain and talk crap about people or things like that? There are times where it's perfectly normal and it's healthy and it's right to be sad and to be down and to be upset. I am not in any way saying that we need to have this like permanent positive attitude when we go out into the world because that's not realistic and I don't want to push that rhetoric of that's what we need to be to be happy all the time because it's not true. We're not going to be happy all the time. We don't need to be happy all the time and we don't need to put on a smile when we're not happy, right? But if you're coming around people with a sour attitude most of the time, others are going to absorb that energy Just like in a digital space, it's the same in a physical space. People will take it personally. And then that rain that you are, you know, letting pour down and the negativity will be spread to others. And then they then go out and spread that to others. And it's like a ripple effect. You think about, you know, if you're affecting one person with your sour attitude, they can go out there and affect two people with theirs. Now, there's two sides to this. Number one is obviously we talked about the absorbing side. So trying to figure out how to protect yourself from other people's negative energy so that we don't become that rain cloud after dealing with their rain cloud. But the other side is us starting that rain cloud, right? Which I mean, I guess it's still the same coin. Like it's two sides of the same coin. It's still checking yourself ultimately. I 
used to have a permanent rain cloud. When I tell you I complained all the time, like I complained all the time. I always had a sour look on my face to the point where like I would go around people that I didn't know very well and they would be like, what, like what's wrong with her? Why does she have an attitude? What's her problem? And it's not... <laughs> It's not good to like, it doesn't feel good to be perceived that way, right? I've realized that it was better to just not come around at all. So instead, I just isolated. I didn't adjust my attitude. I just removed myself from other people. Majority of the time, I isolated. You don't need to do that. That's not the goal. That's not the plan. If you're upset, if you're down, if you're low, it's not that you need to not come around people. It's that we have to figure out how to shift that and change that. When we go around others, we are putting that energy vibrationally onto others. And they don't have the choice like they do on social media to just not consume it because you're right there in their face. Granted, you know, you can get into an argument and somebody can storm off and walk away from you or people can just remove themselves from your personal presence, but it's not always possible to do that. It takes a lot of hard work to learn how to work through your bad feelings. You have to rely on those who you trust to talk through your struggles and you also have to nurture yourself into a space where you learn how to work through that stuff so that you can step out and show a genuine, positive vibration of gratitude and light and joy, right? But it takes us learning how to work through that. And I think the next episode, I'm going to talk more about how to work through lower vibrational energy and try to shift that to more positive energy. Something that it's taken me a few years to master, but at this point, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. Um, don't get me wrong. There's still times where I come around people with a stank attitude. But <laughs> but I am learning that that's not the energy that I want to put out into the world. Lower vibrational attitudes and behaviors can look like anger, anxiety, sadness, guilt, shame, fear, greed, worry, constant complaining, talking poorly about others in their decisions, their lives, or their choices, self-sabotage, or putting yourself down to others, like talking poorly about yourself, and stagnant mind states. Like, this is how I'm always going to be. I've always been like this. I'm never going to change. It's always going to be like this. Or putting that on others. Like, you should never say that somebody else has always been like that, and they're always going to be that way. Because that's not fair. You're not giving them the chance to change if you already have that stagnant mind state of they're just like that. That's just how it is. <laughs> That's not, it's not fair. That's a low vibrational attitude energy to put out into the world. If you're airing out stuff on social media with your family and your friends or your partner, that is low vibrational energy. Complaining about others in general is low vibrational energy. It's low vibrational behaviors. It's not what should be put out into this world. There is enough negative stuff that all of us need to deal with on our own without absorbing those negative energies from others or putting those out to others and further 
creating this negative low vibration space. <laughs> I don't know. If I see that lower vibrational stuff, I am quick to block, disregard, remove from my life. Like I at this point, if that's what is being received more than positive energy, I don't care. You're gone. Like <laughs> done. Higher vibrational attitudes and behaviors are smiling, joy, peace, compassion, understanding, like asking questions, listening, learning. If you are out here trying to learn why people X, Y, Z, why people think this way, why people behave this way, why people's beliefs are this way. If you're really out here trying to understand by asking the questions and genuinely trying to learn, like, yes, that's high vibrational energy. You are trying to understand and connect with others. If you're being present, flowing, last episode, yeah, yeah, flowing, it's a high vibrational behavior. Forgiving, being positive, self-reflection, growth mindsets, believing that not only you can grow and are capable of growing and changing and reevaluating the things that you're doing and doing better, but also other people understanding that everyone, everyone is capable of growth is so important, so important. High vibrational energy, high vibrational behavior. Like, yes, believing other people are capable of growth is high vibe. Okay. Um, gratitude, practicing gratitude and speaking gratitude is high vibrational. You're beautiful. You're amazing. You're wonderful. You're perfect. Building others up, building yourself up, helping to cultivate beauty and connections, encouraging gratitude over darkness. That's high vibrational energy. And that is what I'm going to choose time after time after time. Everything else blocked, disregarded, removed from my life. Don't have time for it in person or over the internet. The reason why is because for my vibration, I need positive, high vibration. I don't want my energy being shifted or lowered to meet other people's energy. Now, granted, I am still working to protect that bubble so I can be around it without absorbing it. Like it bounces off of me type of thing. Um, that takes time to get there. I feel like at first you can't really just do that off the jump. I struggled and I still have a hard time, you know, not absorbing negative vibration. But the goal is to <laughs> inspire high pop positive vibrations and not allowing those lower ones to penetrate your aura, right? Negativity is contagious and it can really, really ruin us and ruin those around us. But positivity, it can also be extremely contagious and it can lift us up and unite us and support us in the best ways possible. I'm going to leave you with a few questions and you can either ponder these or you can break out a journal and you can really reflect on these questions because I think they're really important to figure out what we're putting out there into the world and what we want to put into the world, right? Who do you want to be? 
What do you want to put out into the world and be known for? What do you want to inspire and reinforce? And what do you want to cultivate? Do you want to consume and spread negative vibrations, lower vibrations? Or do you want to cultivate, spread, absorb positive vibration? What do you want to choose? I think it's very important that each of us evaluates our day-to-day decisions, our filter, our social media presence, our in-person presence, to make sure that aligns with who we are and what we want to see in the world. Be the change you wish to see in the world, right? Always love that quote for as long as I can remember. It is more and more prominent in my life the older that I get and the more wisdom that I gain. Be the change that you wish to see in the world. What do you want to (laughs) see? What do you want to put out? What do you want to live? Right? Like, it's so important to really think about that, especially as you go about your day and as you go about your life. Thank you so much for tuning into episode three of Growth Phases. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and DM me if you have any topics that you want to see covered in the future at Growth Phases, G R O W T H phases like the moon. Next episode, I am planning to talk about how to shift a lower vibration energy into a higher vibration energy. Different tools and tricks that have worked for me over the years, things that I'm still learning and working through, and uh, just ways to be more mindful of where you're at and check in with yourself. Looking forward to it. Until next time. Bye.